Coming up on this edition of Magic Pod Squad, we get to know Jonathan Isaac heading into the third year of his NBA career. What was this summer like? A little behind the scenes on playing for Team USA, how he was able to put on some size, a a very aggressive diet that he had to maintain throughout this summer. Also, he was a late bloomer to the game of basketball. Didn't really start playing until his junior year of high school, so we'll follow that journey as well. And to know anything about Jonathan Isaac is to know he is a man deeply rooted in faith. So we certainly want to touch on that as well. What kind of uh, a team does he have? We'll hear about his Magic teammates and also what he expects and hopes to accomplish this year on the floor as a member of the Orlando Magic. So lots coming your way on the latest edition of Magic Pod Squad. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. And welcome to another edition of Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, David Steele, George Galante. And we are pleased for the first time as a Pod Squad guest, Jonathan Isaac joins us prior to entering year three. You like that name, Pod Squad? I do. I do. I like Pod Squad a lot. It's, it's creative. When you uh, think, unfortunately, th- though, Jeff Turner's not here. I know unfortunately, you, I know you, oh, you like Oh, he's a part of the correct. Pod Squad? part of the Pod Squad. We got to give a <laughs> shout out to JT. <laughs> shout out to JT. When you think Jeff Turner and David, don't you think Squad? Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. You, <laughs> got, you, got, you guys hold it down. Yeah, we absolutely. Are. We absolutely. are a team. Well, it's good to have you with us. Did you know George did media stuff? Or were you were you up on that? I I was from last year when we did remember that, that That's video right. thing that we did, That's right. and I was very very surprised. And He's I thought good, isn't I he? thought he killed it. I thought I thought See? he was fantastic. He's not as bad as everybody says I am. No. no, no what do the players good. think of George? Give us the insight. Ooh, that's a great ball. question. The, I, I mean. He's not. He doesn't really come up as a topic of conversation. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's if I give right. you if I give you mine just as a player, I think you know he's a, he's a great dude. Yeah, he's the takes best. care of us. How many guys on the team? So you got what? Fifteen guys on the roster with two way guys. <laughs> How many guys know his name? Honestly, <laughs> ooh, right? Ah. Uh, I know I'm one of them. <laughs> okay, good. So I'm not sure how many more. I'm going to say two. <laughs> I'm going to say two. <laughs> two. Yeah. No, it's got to be at least. God, nine. Everybody, hope, know, everybody, right? every everybody, one everybody know. should know. They should. They should. Well, sure. listen, we're glad to have you. Wow, wouldn't, wouldn't that be great, though, if we had like a whole like quiz and the team had <laughs> yeah, to like figure out fun. like whose well, names are He's gone who. entire seasons where guys haven't known his name by the end of the year. Wow. Uh, we had that's a coach true. here one time that didn't know my name until March. Wow. <laughs> I'm serious. No, I, I think that'd be great. Like, everybody sit down. We just have, like, a whole quiz about who's like who. It. And it'd be that's funny who idea. people think, think people pretty, are. That's a that'd be pretty enlightening. I don't know if everybody will consent. I don't know if everybody will consent to it. I don't know if everybody will consent. I don't know if they'd sign on to it. Well, listen, the idea of this is for Magic fans to kind of get to know you a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. why we like that, kind of sit down, and we appreciate the, the comfort of the nest here as yeah. we kind of just talk about, uh, you know, I, I think it'd be, it'd be interesting for fans to know. You've touched on it a little bit, and David was talking about it a, a little bit before we got together, but just where you, where you came from, your roots. You started in New York City. and, and Ten years old, right? You Ten years old, yeah. So, I, so I was, you remember a lot about those years in, in the Bronx, I would think. Huh? I do. I do and don't. So, like, I – I grew up in Bronx, uh, Hunts Point. I left when I was 10 and then pretty much been in Florida ever since. I think being in Florida for the same amount of time, like it's kind of washed away, like a lot of my memory of New York, but I, I do remember the food. I remember my family, uh, the streets we grew up on. I went back this summer to go uh, see my dad's house and all that, so, and to see him. So I got to hang out for a little bit. But you got that accent. You still have that New York it accent. Comes out, it comes out from time to time. And um, people ask me, like, what, what accent is that? And it'll, it'll, it'll come out, but not all the time. When did I, you start I playing home? basketball? 
I started playing basketball. Um, I played in New York, but just like a wreck thing with my brothers. So I, honestly, basketball for me didn't really become serious until like ju- junior year of high school. I played on my freshman basketball team when I was a freshman. And uh, it was still something that I just did. I didn't really have the aspiration to like, oh, I'm, I'm going to take this and go to the league with it. So it just kind of worked out. Were there other sports you were into, like that you played, or did you just play everything like basketball, where you just well, yeah, kids I, are playing football, we're playing football. yeah, exactly, exactly. We we on, if we on the block and we playing football, we playing football. If we swinging around a baseball, then it's baseball. Right. So you never thought in one of these I should latch on to one of these and try to go somewhere with it, or you never really took to one of them. You just like playing recreational. I was. I was best at football and basketball. So football, when we play, like as a kid, like in middle school, I would just run and they just throw it up to me because I was pretty much taller than everybody else. Um, I had I had a lot of joy in that. And in basketball, at the same time, it was just fun. I, um, I was taller than everybody else, so it was kind of easy for me at times. And then uh, once I got into high school and started to get on teams and play AAU ball and all that, it started to open up and be like, man, this is something that I, I, I think I can really do. Did you consider football? What would you have been? Just wide receiver still? I, I tried to play. <laughs> I, I did a football workouts my freshman year of high school, and it was it was awful. <laughs> and I, I could I could never play these these guys. Oh, so like, what happened? Like you know when they're all in the weight room working out, and I couldn't bench. Um, I was struggling to bench like the bar. Is that right? So just the bar. So it was, it was just like a everybody made fun of me, and it was just like, this is not for You're me. like, I don't need this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, don't need this at all. Struggling to bench the bar, and then we get out and run drills and everything. It's just like, nah. How influential was your brother, Jacob, your, your older brother? Jacob very much. Jacob, Jacob pushed me a lot. We had, we had that older brother, younger brother rivalry. Whenever we would play, we would be on opposite teams. Everything that I liked, he disliked, and everything that he liked, I disliked. Um, so everything had to be opposite. So he, he fueled that, uh, I want to say, just competitive nature um, between us. And we still have it um, <laughs> uh, uh, now. So, yeah. You have a, an older sister, two older yes. brothers. Yes. And two younger brothers. Yes. Tell us about your siblings. My siblings. The oldest is my sister. Her name is Kalila. And she lives in Minnesota. She, uh, for some reason, she wants to get back to the cold and lives in Minnesota. Um, for work or what, for, for work, yeah. So she she works out of Minnesota, and uh, no, she she's she's amazing. She's a sweetheart. Um, she's the oldest. Then it goes Jacob. Um, Jacob, you got you, have you guys met Jacob? I've, I think you yes, have. Uh-huh. Um, Jacob, then Joel, then me, then Winston, then Jeremiah is the little guy. So uh, yeah, so they're they're all around. My 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 older brother Joel, he's in California right now. Um, he's a worship leader, so he he goes from church to church ministering and. Um, Jacob is here. Winston's here. Jeremiah's here. Now we saw a lot of Jeremiah over the summer. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Jeremiah. I haven't seen him in weeks. School, school. school. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> he's out of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like he's like my son when it comes to the summer. He's always with me, but once he gets that back to school, I get a little break. Yeah, he was yeah. around a lot. He 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 called in the draft pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was great. That was yeah. Cool. yeah. No, it, it was awesome, and just the way that it the way that it played out. Um, Jeff just brought it up to me like off a whim and just like, what do you think about it? I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, are you kidding? You would love to do that. So it just, it just, um, you know, highlighted just how amazing this organization is that the president of the team would ask me that. And uh, so it definitely made me feel really good. Plus they gave him the worst name though. Like you couldn't have given him like Joe Smith. (laughs) Couldn't have given him Joe Smith. He was was practicing so hard. He wanted to get it right so bad and he did. He nailed it. Yeah, He He nailed it. He got it. You know, people don't understand this part of it. And I'm one of six as well, but but you don't, and it it could be, there's a lot of people out there, not just privy to our job because we travel a lot, but it's hard not seeing everybody. 
Yeah, like your, your you, family. You got one in Minnesota. Yep. And you got siblings. It helps with FaceTime. You can do that. Yeah, but, yeah. but that's tough, isn't it? Not yeah, tough. so so we we kind of have made it um, a thing to, to get together every summer. Um, and then, you know, everybody comes back for Christmas and all that. So we, we see each other, um, but it's just, it's just it's just life. You know, everybody yeah. turns into adults and they go out and start living their own lives. And um, you had that always had that fam- that family foundation connection between each other. But, you know, you want to see them prosper and, and go live their lives. Those get togethers, are those on your dime now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a that's a great question. I didn't want to put it out there, but uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. But I, I, I love to do it. It's one of those things that, you know, money can't buy. Of course. We know that faith is a big part of yes, uh, what you're all about. You mentioned your brother, who's a pastor out in California, yep, yep. traveling around. Uh, just, just give us some idea of where all that comes from, uh, your, the influence that uh, it kind of is your foundation as a human. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in it. Um, my dad is just a, uh, just a, just a, a spiritual, uh, just, <laughs> just, a, just a mega Christian. And, uh, um, you know, he had us in church every, all the time. Um, learning Bible verses and hymns and and all that, and as I started to grow up, um, kind of a lot of people go through that phase of just like uh, uh, it starts to it starts to fade when you when you start to live live your own life, and it has to it has to become something that you find your own belief in. And you know, as I went on the journey of my own life, I, I found the belief that that Jesus Christ was Lord of my life, and um, that's just that's just how I live, and that's what I believe, and and I, and I move like that. And uh, you know now now it's something that it, it, it is who I am, and, and I, I like to be for me to be authentic to myself to who I am. That has to be a part of how I how I talk and how I go about it. So everybody is living their own life and being authentic to them. And this is me. I got to tell you, I've been doing this 31 years, and you know we've seen all kinds of guys come into the organization to the NBA with a similar type of faith-based approach yeah. to life. And like you said, it's a pretty tough life to live if you're going to try and hold on to those yeah, values. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how, how do you plan to, you're 22 years old. Yeah. How do you plan to hold on to that despite fame, money, all the well, things I, that I think Well, uh, I think part of it is, is, is your foundation. and Just being grounded, you know, I have, I, I know where my church is at. I know where um, my altar is at that I go and pray. I, I have um, a, a support system around me of, of believers that are praying for me. And, and I, I have that, that grounding of, even no matter what happens with this game, no matter how far I go, I know where I belong. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's it's challenging. It, it it is something. But when I when I get down to really thinking about it, this this game is what I do. But it's it's not who I am. And I have a I have a vision in my mind of the man that I want to become and the man that I'm becoming. And I can't be that man without Jesus. So that that's 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 about it. You know, there's a piece about you when you say you can see that. You can see it in the eyes. You can see all that. There's a, a, a knowing, right, that you, yeah, that yeah. you found your faith and, yeah. and all that. Are, are people drawn to that? You see that? Or, or are people afraid of it? What, what do you find when you try to test them, when you try <laughs> a to bit give of a everything. Testimony, right? <laughs> I, 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 would, I would say a little bit of, like, like you said, a little bit of everything. I think, um, you know, Jesus is a bit taboo <laughs> when, it, when, it, when it comes to, you know, where our, where our society is today. Um, but it goes back to, to me saying I have to be me. And you know, I only have my life to live and my own experiences that I've gone through and, and Jesus has seen me through all of them. And that, that's, that's, if I don't say that, then I'm not being honest um, about the situation. So, you know, I, I do my best. I do believe that, that I'm called to, to be a light and to share um, what Jesus has done in my life. And I continue to do that. And regardless of, um, you know, the way the person takes it, but I've seen, I've seen people 
um, that I've had the chance to, to minister to and tell them about what Jesus has done in my life. And I've seen them have a, a transformation much like mine and turn their lives around. And, and, and now they are going out and telling people how great Jesus is. So I think it's a balance of um, being true to myself, being honest, but not, not always looking at it as, um, I'm, I'm preaching at somebody. I'm, I'm just, I'm just talking about my life, and, and I've seen both. I've seen, I've seen people, you know, maybe get turned off by it, but I've seen the opposite as well. So that's why I continue to do it. No, I think it takes a lot of courage and a lot of conviction, obviously, to to live the way that you're living your life. How do your teammates react, and uh, you know, how does that whole thing mix? Because I, I know there are other. Yeah, you know, young men of faith on the yeah. basketball yeah. team, but um, yeah, and, and not only not only just on the team, but in the entire in NBA, the there's 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 guys who um who 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 stand for Jesus, and and they've had similar experiences to mine, where they they believe that Jesus Christ is Lord of their lives. And when it comes to when it comes to my teammates, they yeah, p- part of it is like when I first got into the league as a rookie, and you know um uh they they got to see a little bit of the of the transformation at first i wasn't i wasn't all the way there when i first got drafted and now they're like you know what happened to ji and uh so the, they i think there's a respect level in terms of they know where i'm at and 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 what it is that i believe and they understand that um that i, I i'm not trying to change anybody you know everybody's an adult and gets to make the decisions that they want to make so they have they have a respect level for that's ji um, that's how, what J.I. believes, and he's going to continue to live that out um, regardless of us. Now, J.I. is so grounded. Now, like, that, your rookie year, it was, it was rough going yeah, injury-wise. Yeah, yeah. You're so grounded, though. I feel like that's what helped you oh, absolutely. get back so quickly the next year to absolutely. where you did not miss a lot of time, and you were that's mentally right. yeah. strong yeah. You know, from training. I mean, is that... Do you attribute a lot of that to... Oh, the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, during that rookie year is where I found that... that uh, that kind of coming coming back to like like prodigal son type of uh, type of situation where um, growing like I said growing up with it and then kind of you know more so I call it putting it in my back pocket to where you know I would I would pray when things got tough and uh, and all that but I wouldn't I it wasn't something that I, I really professed to believe for myself. How hard was that though? That your rookie year? How hard was yeah, that it was, to it, go it, through? It's extremely difficult and 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 in that is where I found that that grounding in terms of my church and. Uh, that altar and those group of people that were supporting me. Um, but the rookie year was tough to, to come in and be out. And, and really the toughest part was having the hope of kind of like coming back mm-hmm. and uh, having that as soon as I come back, right back down. And that, that was the tough part. It wasn't just like, okay, Jonathan, you're going to be out these amount of games. It was like, okay, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm going to be able to play and boom. No, I'm not. Right. Well, touch yeah. on your church family, you know, where you go. And, and I know you've had an opportunity to preach. And yeah, that's yeah. That we, we just went to, David and I go to the same church, and the message this past week was, uh, David, it might have come to the one after me. I didn't see him there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the message was numbers are dwindling. People don't have time to go. Yeah. And you have to make an effort, and it is yeah, hard yeah. to do it. Just touch on your church and why it is why you feel what you feel and, and the, the good that comes out of it. How good do you feel about being part of a family like that? Yeah, so um, you know, I, I, go, I go to Jump Ministries Global Church. Um, the pastor is Dr. Deron Hepburn, and like you said, I got the chance to, to, to speak there a couple times. But it's, it's, it's just like your home family. It's people that that are like-minded and, and, and they believe the same thing and people that accept you for, 
for who you are. And we all, we all understand that we are human beings and we all have our own um, proclivities to, 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 to fall and to, to make mistakes, but everybody is, is banded in this like-minded that Jesus Christ is the answer to it all. And um, it's, it's an amazing atmosphere. And when you have people that really do just love you for you, um, it definitely opens you up as a, as a person to be free and to be yourself and to take off the, the mask that, we, you know, it's so easy for us to put on all the time. So uh, def, definitely love my church family, and I, and I appreciate them very much. You've made a transformation physically, too, in the last yeah, couple yeah. of years. I mean, you put on some, some weight. And uh, Well, I did read you read it. the article that Josh Robbins just read? Yeah, yeah. Did you eat that much I for real? That, I ate that much. I ate that much. That, that, was, that was the honest truth. Are you? Well, you're we'll still lay it out for people. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm still, I'm still, I'm still eating that. Yeah, tell, so, tell us what your diet, your so, daily. So my diet, diet is, is: I will, I wake up. I, I have a chef now, so I wake up. Food will be ready. I'll eat my breakfast. I'll get to the gym, um, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll practice. I'll eat what Zach makes for lunch, and then uh, I'll have a shake as well after practice. And then I eat a, again around maybe two, three o'clock. That's another lunch that the chef prepares. And then um, in between that, I'll have like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before my first dinner. Mm-hmm. At like a, my first dinner, by the way. My, my, my first my, dinner. My first dinner, <laughs> my first dinner is around like six, seven. Um, and that'll just be, it'll be, it'll be identical place for both dinners. And then six, seven, in between the six, seven, I, I may have a, another peanut butter and jelly sandwich if I'm feeling it. But right. that's the one that I usually skip. Like, yo, I don't know right. if I can do it. <laughs> so I have another PB&J. And then um, I'll have a, that last plate right before I go to sleep and then a shake. You've never been a guy that has liked to eat a lot of yeah, food. Abs- this is not easy. No, 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 no. I, I love eating food. Like, that's the, that's the thing. When I, when I grew up and I was, you know, struggling to bench, you know, the bar, mm-hmm. I was the guy that was eating all the time. I was like, you people like, put on just, just couldn't, put, couldn't it on. put on weight. So now it's like, now it's the flip side to where it's like, I don't want to eat anymore. Like, it's like eating has become like a chore. A job. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I have to eat. So now it's like, I, I see food, I get a bottle of water, and I'm just like trying to chug the food down. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not really Have you tallied the calories? Have you tallied them up? Like for the, do, do they have a goal of, all right, you need to eat 4,500 calories a day? Yeah, so um, in the beginning when Zach was trying to map out this, this, this diet plan of um, how many times I would eat a day, and not necessarily what I would eat, but just how many times, how many shakes, how many PB&Js, he was aiming around 5,000 a day, 5,000 calories. So for the most part, that's what I've been trying to stay consistent to to the summer. And it hasn't been completely consistent. Right. So I, it's not like an everyday thing where I'm eating all this food, but um, I do try my best to stick to the regimen. Dante I, tries to Georgia, stay at 5,000. There are some days on the road where you eat about <laughs> five or 6,000 calories. Yeah, there are some. <laughs> well, have you found, so what have you found? Are there foods that you didn't realize you would like that you now like and some that you just can't touch anymore because you've had too much of it? I, enjoy, I enjoy mushrooms. Yeah, I did not. I always thought they were they were nasty, but now I do enjoy them in my eggs. Um, they sort of take on whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Whatever, 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 whatever you, you do to eggs, they are. And vegetables, like it's true. I, I was, I never was a vegetable guy, but now, um, you know, just having them incorporated in the meals, I'm starting to like eating vegetables a little more. Okay. Is there yeah, something you don't like? Like, are you like peanut butter and jelly? Are you to, are you just completely? God, if I have another peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm going to throw it at you. I like, would say, I would say, maybe, maybe, maybe eggs. Eggs are starting to get on my nerves now. Yeah. Uh, so I've been trying to switch up what to eat for breakfast, but eggs have gotten on my nerves and uh, steak. <laughs> steak. steak you like soup? Like, Are you a soup nah, guy? You're not, not a big, soup. You know, David's a big soup guy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah. Boy, soups are boring. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
depends. Uh, you know, so he you gets can defensive. Be creative, right? defensive. <laughs> you guys light me up here. <laughs> You're riling me up here. Well, it was interesting. So you have all that. You're taking on all those calories. You're coming back into training camp. And then as training camp is about to end, you kind of get a nice little surprise from Tracy McGrady. Yes. I know, so you yes. didn't grow up as a basketball fan. No. But like we talked about, everybody knows who T-Mac is. Yeah, exactly. Is. Everybody knows who T-Mac is. Everybody's seen the... 13 points in 30 seconds, something like that. So, Did he uh, remind you about it when he came here? <laughs> no, no, he, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He usually hands everybody a brochure. <laughs> Did you see this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know who I am, but this is me. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, Tr- Tracy was great, man. That, 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 uh, that was an amazing birthday present, how he just popped up and um, wanted to get to work. So it was, it was awesome. Have I seen a little of that? incorporated in your game a little more of it since you had that little session with yeah a little, little more trying to a little step back yeah, you know, the, step the, back trying to 12 15 yeah footer. on that on that block trying, like to, that. trying to get like teammate how about that so, but that what a, good what a weapon for a seven footer to be yes, able to sir. have that fall yes sir, yes, sir. fall away i'm gonna block that no sir you're right well, what else did he tell you did he give you words of wisdom too just how you conduct yourself how you get through the rigors of an nba season yeah so that was that was more so towards the entire team just about you know really just locking in and, and having each other's back he talked mm-hmm. about the team that he had when they weren't the most talented team but those guys they dug deep and they they had each other's back and they ended up having a great winning season so um that that was his encouragement to us that we can do this um you know it's gonna it's not gonna be easy but you know get past hard well tell us about your thoughts on this team and where, where the, the ball club is right now going into your third year and coming off a 42-win playoff appearance. Yeah. Uh, what, what are your, what's your outlook for the ball club this year and yourself? I think we are in a fantastic situation and position in terms of you know, what's taking place in the East. Um, over the summer, our team getting back Vooch, getting back T. Ross, I think we are in, a, in, in a, an amazing position to have a great year. And uh, – the better the year we'll have, it just it just depends on us. Like 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 every season, it depends on us uh, how we're going to handle adversity, how we're going to handle the ups the downs, um, how we're going to get past hard. And uh, I think for this team, what we were able to do last year, it's 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 great. Um, we should be proud of ourselves. We have to have a, a healthy respect about what got us there, but there has to be a fire about what we can continue to do and get to. Can you feel the shift, though, from what camp was last year, the first year under Cliff, to what camp? And then you went through the season. We had a little bit of success. Yeah. And what the mindset is going into camp this Ab- year. Absolutely. It's that, different, that, right? Honestly, that has probably been the biggest, the biggest difference is Cliff, where it was last year. You know, he was taking over and, you know, he was he was juggling, you know, this team is going to be able to win some games. And um, I don't think he expected us to take off like we did towards the end of that season. But this year he knows we can be great and he's holding us to that standard Um, every practice, every drill, um, every second. And when we don't um, rise to that standard, it's an issue. Yeah, it's not okay. So that's what I've seen out of Cliff. Like he's he's serious. He he wants it this year, and 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 we want it as well. And and we're responding to our coach and, and, and taking it as seriously as he is. How is Coach Clifford able to get on guys? He gets on guys pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, and, and how is he able to do that? And, Probably and, says words you wouldn't approve of. But yeah, no, I mean, but then how, but how does he message, do that and yeah. not and not lose guys? Because well, I, I that, think that's a tough thing to do. You know, I, I think I think we're men and we respect it. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's two type of people. There's agreeable people and there's, there's unagreeable people. And he's not an agreeable person. So, uh, and, 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 and it's, not, it's not an insult. It's just sure. how he is. To, and to be a, a, a successful coach in this league, you really can't be an agreeable person. So um, his, 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 who he is, he, it, it comes out. And, um, you know, we respect it. We respect his fire and his tenacity towards being great and winning. And he, he's won in this league and he has the formula. And uh, we respect that and we rise up to it. And what? he believes. Like Cliff, yeah. Cliff believes in 
than you guys. Yeah, and he see and he know like you said, he knows what it takes to win. He's been at the highest level. Yeah. And he's he can incredibly see it. prepared yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and on, how does and, that come through? Yes, absolutely. And on the flip side of that, he's actually extremely genuine. So yeah, he ha- right. he he has that um, listen, I'm going to hold you accountable, but at the same time, he cares about you as a person. He's a, he's a very genuine guy. And he yeah. doesn't do it just to do it. No, exactly. He, only he doesn't do it just to exactly. There you go. If he needs to. What did you learn against Toronto? It was a great to get there. I know you, I know you wanted more, yeah. and it, it, it leaves that hunger there for you. But to play the eventual NBA champs, what did you learn in that playoff series? I, I, I learned, man, how, how, just, <laughs> how, how hard it, the playoffs are. Mm-hmm. and how difficult it is to, to, to show up each game. I, I mean, after that first game we won, um, I was like, man, we got to do this three more times. Mm-hmm. Like, like right. this is, we got to do that three more times, how tough that game was. And, and um, it's, it's difficult and it's not easy. So it, it just showed me the, the level of the playoffs and the level of the atmosphere, the fans, the refs, just, just all that. Just guys, just, you know, maybe a guy um, – maybe didn't take something as seriously as he in the regular season. Like, no, it's, it's the playoffs. Like, everybody is at the top of their game, and it definitely um, showed me that, and I, and I want that, and I want to get back to, to, to that. What did you learn about your game that you might need to work on that maybe Toronto, not just you, but the yeah, team yeah. That exposed? In the yeah, playoffs? I mean, at the, at the end of the day, this is a, a shot-making league. you got to make shots. And, you know, we, we struggled to make shots late in that, uh, that playoff series, and, and, and they didn't. They made shots. And that was the biggest thing. Like, man, listen, you know, it, it comes down to who's going to put the ball in the basket. And uh, that was something that I took from it. And then just the defensive part about it, just being an expert on what the other team is doing and being able to um, pick up for your teammates and, ju- and just doing things, just finding a way, finding a way to make it happen. You, you already have a reputation as a defensive yeah. player in the NBA. Um, do you take pride in that? Do you feel like you still have some growth to do on the defensive oh my end? Gosh. And, and I've, where, I've, where can you improve defensively? You know, I, I honestly feel like I haven't, I haven't begun to, to scratch the surface in terms of understanding what defense is. Like, I feel like a lot of it is based off the instincts, just playing hard. But I want to I wanna know it. I want to I wanna feel the heartbeat of defense and just know what's going on and be able to sniff stuff out and be an anchor for my teammates and to be able to be vocal and all that. Um, like guys in this league, like Tucker, like uh, um, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, guys like guys. that who just who understand what's going on. And I, I want to take it to the next level of not just being out there, but really, really having an odyssey. Did you pick up any tips? You're playing for Greg Popovich, playing for these incredible coaches during the summer, as well as Coach Cliff. Did they give you anything that you can help your game in general? Did they oh, give you any about, pointers? Just, the USA. Yeah, yeah. Team, team, team USA. Oh, USA. okay. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Van Gundy, they, they are like identical. Yep. They're the same <laughs> Yes, they person. are. Yes, they and are. I told him, I said, Coach Cliff is a little meaner than you, <laughs> but you guys are the same person in terms of philosophy. And, you know, obviously they were together. Um, so, yeah, no, I had a great time um, playing for Van Gundy. He definitely um, told me that I have a bright future and just to continue to work hard and um, that I'm in good hands with Coach Cliff. Are, do you, are, are you closer to the younger guys? On, I mean, it would make sense that yeah. maybe Mo and Markel, some of the Yeah, 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 guys Mo, Markel, give us a, give Melvin, us some West, into the AG. No, I, I, think, I think what we have now, we have a healthy uh, uh, diversity. So I think when I was a rookie, it was like older guys, young guys but now there's like a mix we got you know the uh like a range going up and guys are just it, it's just it's just it's just not as not as black and white 
you know, it's, it's kind of faded in there. So, uh, our, no, our team is great. Our team is hilarious. We got some funny guys, and uh, we definitely have good times. Who you know, makes people you don't understand. Who makes you laugh? Yeah. yeah. DJ's hilarious. DJ's funny. Hey, G is funny. Uh, Mo is funny. Uh, uh, Markel is funny. These, these, all these guys. T. Ross is hilarious. So uh, we, de- we definitely have good times. Correct. People don't understand an NBA locker room. And, and you guys. No, I don't think anybody. DJ I don't seems think you to will. be able to police the thing, right? He seems to be able to get on everybody. But then, but then starts will. to needle you and then yes. pulls back. Then like pulls DJ's back. the needler yeah, yeah. and he's then he pulls the back. He's got all the experience. He's done Yeah, exactly. Things. So he's been, he's been in a lot of locker rooms and I think he's figured out the, the how they work. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good player, too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He, when he's on the floor, you know you're going to be organized. Yes, absolutely. All right, lastly, take us through opening night. It's, got, it's still got to be pretty special when you oh, think yeah, about starting, the, starting this journey here. Yeah, so I mean, first first game of the season, I'm, I'm looking for just the intensity of it all. You know, the crowd being being ready to go, us being ready to go and, to, you know, start out the season 1-0 and um, and, just, and, just, and just be ready to go. So I'm, I'm excited. I know the team is excited. We had a great practice today, a great practice these last couple of days. And uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. We appreciate it, John. Are you ready, Dante? I, I, I'm always ready. Yeah, I know. I just checked. I just born checked. Ready. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to go eat like seven PB&Js now. That's right. That's well, listen, we're, we're proud of you, J.I. We love the work that you do. It's been Thank a blast following much. this journey, and we can't wait. I know I speak for all of us, right? We can't, we can't wait to get this year yep. started. Yep. Best Thanks of luck. For spending 20-something years, by the way, 20-something years, there's only a handful of guys in 20-something years that come up to the office and say hi to people. That's right. That's exactly I, can, right. I can count them on one hand. And J.I.'s one. He's Always, He'll come up and he, say hi He does. I, he, he comes by, stops in, says hello. Melanie's not here anymore, so he's probably looking for cookies. Yeah. <laughs> but there are no more cookies. But he, right. he's the one. He's yep. the one. He's a great one. Thanks, right. J.I. Thank I appreciate it. Very Good luck much. this I appreciate year. It. Thanks, right. Thanks, buddy. Well, I think I speak for all of us, guys. That, that's a special human being. And, and yeah. he's a magnetic personality. He's he's animated. He's charismatic. Uh, he's charismatic, and I, I think or charismatic. Or charismatic. <laughs> Is charismatic a word? Yeah, yeah. it could be for today. <laughs> charismatic. For today. I like it. But you can see why people are drawn to him, and you can see why this kid's going to have nothing but success. Well, he, the, you know, going back to how grounded he is, like this is a kid that's. He's 22, but he does not act 22. He's well mature beyond his age, right. and he gets it. Like he gets what it takes to be a pro, and he gets that he didn't have early success. Yeah. You know, and so that probably, you know, even though he probably didn't need to be humbled, and we've seen it before where you take a JJ Redick for example where he came into the league extremely cocky and then it took him, you know, Brian Hill not playing him a couple sure, <laughs> for right. a long time right. for him to get knocked down a peg or two where injury just kind of you know, brought J.I. down to earth and it can't maybe gave him a step back on how to be a pro and what it's going to take and how much work it needs to go into it. And now that he's going into his third year and this team is getting ready to take a, a turn here, potentially, um, you can look at to J.I. As, the, as a perfect example of what it takes for this team to get better. And, and he, as he gets better, that's how this team's going to get better. Yeah, you can see him yeah. being a um, long into the future. Right, sort of the core of the franchise because of who he is right. and what he represents, and he's a humble person. I think that's what Jeff Weltman and John Hammond, they you know they mm-hmm. were drawn to that. They like that type of personality, yeah. someone who is you know sacrifices himself for the for the good of the team, and that's Jonathan Isaac. And uh, you know it, it's all about it's all because of his you know who he is at the core, his it, faith. It reflects on how he is as a player, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like Ji does not care whether his box score line at the end of the night reads, you know, three points, five boards, two steals, two blocks, he, whatever it's going to take for the team to win, 
is what J.I. cares about, but that's about what he is as a person. Like he yeah. just cares about be, doing the right thing and, uh, and, and being a good person. What do you see with the day-to-day interaction with him and his teammates? I mean, guys are, there's, guys are, guys are drawn to him. Them, don't they, yeah. George? There's I mean, not one person that does not, you know, you, there's clicks in every sure. in every group setting, and and the magic or NBA locker room is is no different than anything else. Uh, Ji can fit in with everybody, everybody, and and everybody likes him, and and he he's just a. I don't know anybody that doesn't like that has comes across Jonathan Isaac and thinks, oh well, that guy's well, I could do without him. Like you <laughs> want Jonathan happen. Isaac like as a part of your life like he's so then just let me a good throw this guy out there. so you're jeff weltman and you're john hammond and you're interviewing him as you think about potential candidates to draft right so you can see why that guy stands out but let's let's play this down the road i mean the magic are a unique team where they're built to win now and they're built to win in the future they've mm-hmm. got a great young core that if it pans out everybody says well, you know orlando's not getting free agents not getting could this guy be the meal ticket here oh yeah I to think get so. those kind of guys to want to play with them yeah, he's 22. He's um, he's just started his NBA career. He he was a late bloomer. He was six four as a high school sophomore. He yeah. He he, did, he started playing basketball late. You know, it, uh, everything about him says he has a chance to be a great player. In my opinion, his mental makeup, uh, his physical makeup. He's almost seven feet tall with an incredible skill set of ball handling, and you know he just has to like he said he 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 understands he has to become a better shooter. This league, you have to be able to make shots. He knows right. that. And do you think he'll put in the work to become? Uh, he's already working he, every yeah. day. He's do you out have there. any doubt that he's? No, that I he have. Won't not. become a good three-point shooter. He's going to. I, he's going he, to do I, I think he works hard enough at everything that he has. The, like so you how said, good he, is he when he gets that? He would be darn near unstoppable. I mean, I look at it's right. a it's hard That's to exactly it, you don't want to pin this comparison on the kid because I don't think it's fair, but. You can see a lot of Tracy in him, Tracy McGrady, just with his. It's, it's even just taller than Tracy, so it's hard because Tracy had that mix of you know Tracy was six eight. You forget he was six eight and long, and he could shoot over twos and he could physically you know get just pound people down. But he was graceful like a point guard. Great handle. Um, and Ji is you know. T-Mac was an underrated defender. Like, there's no underrated about J.I.'s defensive ability. And he loves so, it. He and he, loves the And that's the end of the floor that he wants to play. Right. And so, like, that's – those are the – he already has the hard things down yeah. to me. You know, he wants point. to play defense. He's mentally strong. Um, he's grounded. Like, those are the things that sometimes take guys – you know they don't get it or their whole careers they don't right. they don't get those parts and he already has those parts down so you would like to think that his game will continue to evolve offensively and it's think about it's, him it makes me smile he has the potential to be nasty <laughs> when he's reaching his 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 peak physically yeah yeah he's still growing i mean look at him look at him today than what he was even the beginning of last no year question. was his second year and he had already grown from his rookie year, I, he's probably put on how many pounds of muscle? Well, he said he, he told said 30, me he 35? started at two oh eight. He ended last year at two oh eight, and he was two thirty. I think he's dropped a couple of pounds. And he was probably one ninety something when we drafted him. Yes, right, yes, right. Right. So that's forty pounds of 
And it's not fat. I mean, it's not what I've put on the last couple of years. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not good. It's not, not good it's not weight. Good weight. <laughs> so you can, speaking weight. speaking oh, of which, yeah. are you guys ready to get out there and start eating again? Get yeah. Out, get, yeah. Out, get out on the rigors of an NBA season? Yardhouse is calling me. Here we go. <laughs> Where's that chicken torta, <laughs> Yardhouse? Blackened chicken torta. No chicken torta sandwich. That's How about you? You're going into year 31, David. You yeah. ready to go I here? Still have still have a lot of enthusiasm. It, yeah. you know, I still get excited about it. That's a good thing, right? Yes, it, good. It would be bad. We would have a problem no, if you were not. I, I uh, can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. More excitement, really, than since 10 or 11, you sure. know, when Dwight Howard was here and, you know, we felt like we still were a factor in the Eastern Conference. So this is the most exciting start to a season at least since then and what we said it when we were talking to jonathan like cliff really does i mean the overriding yeah. theme of camp is i i feel like he is just trying to get these guys to believe right how good they are mm-hmm. and now and as opposed to end co- of january correct and he and he can see it too because you have to think that the way our continuity went from the end of the season last year into this year where we're basically bringing back the entire roster with the exception of Al Farouk Aminu, who's a great addition to our depth. And Markel. Cliff and Markel Fultley, we can't forget about him either. Cliff sees the opportunity here to where, like, in the beginning of the season, it takes some teams a month or two to get acclimated and learn each other. and whatever. That should not be a problem for Orlando. Right. And we have nine of the first 13 games at home, and that's another advantage for the Magic. There's a lot of things that are pointing to where, like, man, if this, if we can just, and I, Cliff is hammering that every day at practice, every day. It's like, listen, like, this is opportunity, you know. And and if there's a guy that knows what the opportunity is, it's him. Like, he's that's seen right. everything there is, and he's looking at this and trying to tell these guys, hey, like, you have something here in front of you. Like, please don't throw it away throw it <laughs> like away. throw it away like Understand we we have now. a chance now like hey like let's get off to a nine and four start Absolutely. ten and three like let's let's not jerk around here and and let's get this done so that's it'll be interesting to see when the lights get turned on uh on wednesday night how this looks how this is going to play our first yep. road trip i guess the last thing i'll ask you you're not on this trip i'm the not trip of the season you know i'm not we on a lot to, of trips i know i don't know how you pull until january then uh, then uh, then my wife you're with us then i'm probably steady. gonna have to file for divorce at well, that we point. Gotta, <laughs> it's gonna get bad hopefully that doesn't <laughs> yeah i know we've no. got a lot of trips coming we've got a lot of shows we're, this is aggressive we're gonna do one of these every week and we'll see how that plays i saw out. you That's send that were you i got a little got a little itinerary did you see his schedule he put out for the pod squad it's very aggressive very aggressive and jeff you know we're missing jeff today Jeff there's, today. there's going to be times when you know I won't be able to make it. Right. And George, I'm not going to be there. Be there. And David Dante, I guess Dante, you'll be the constant, though, right? I don't. You'll do I'd all like of these. Not. Should we rename like, the pod? We should rename the Dante's pod squad. Dante's. Dante's. Yeah. No, 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 no. Dudes. This doesn't work without. <laughs> this doesn't work without you guys. But is there any chance there's a problem either this weekend or at some point this season for David at Customs? Oh, no doubt. Right? Yeah. It's always in the back of your mind. Yeah. Don't you think for a second? You mean you, we could have an international you're, incident? You're no, gonna, no, no, no. I'll be on my best behavior. I'm there was not, nothing happened during the playoffs. No, no, I was surprised. Good, I, was, good I was actually surprised. That's a good. You know, just it's, it's a great just, city. I like Toronto. Yes, I really no, love Toronto. It's just it's the just, money trips you up. The money, the money, the money gets uh, you. You know, the process of getting into the country and out of the country. Right. You know, not my favorite thing to do. Sure. But, At uh, the end of the playoffs last year, David was just place, throwing Canadian there. money out the window. He's like, I'm never going to need this again. Who needs How much the, is this money? Uh, this is, we, and here we go again. What is this, 200? Uh, that seems like 20. I hope you held on to some of that. You're going to need some, it, yeah. 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 Need yeah, it this, week, this weekend. That's right. All right, guys, let's keep it going. I think our next one is Vince Carter. You're not going to be there. I am bummed about that. Our next recording is March and Gortat, which will be interesting. 
but we'll save that and then we'll talk to Vince Carter. That's going to be fun. So we got some. Can I come for Vince plan. instead of, of marching? No, I'm just kidding. We I need, won't be here for marching. Yeah, got to be here. All right, guys. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week.